You're listening to the Better for America podcast presented by AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Hello, everybody. I'm Rebecca Weber, and this is your AMAC podcast, Better for America. Today, I've got a very informative show. You know, in the midst of all the crazy that we live in, including the sad consequences of the pandemic, it's kind of easy, almost natural, I think, to not want to watch the news. Uh, and I think that's because we hear negative information in the news and we kind of scratch our heads and we, we, we try to figure out exactly how in the world things are so turned upside down in just a few short months. So here's the deal. What I want to do is share with you some really basic information because I think when we understand and hear things in sort of bite-sized pieces, it's easier for us to recall the information and share that information with friends and family. What I really want to ask you to do today is sort of process the information that I'm going to share, but really ask yourself honestly if any of it makes very much sense to you. Um, rehearse the information in your own mind. Um, I think that's important because when you're speaking with friends, your family, your children, even your grandchildren, um, they will be looking to you for answers. They'll be looking to you for an opinion. And you can share with them the sort of, I call it, uh, absolute absurdity of where things are at in our country. And they're going to get worse if we remain complacent. I can promise you this, that AMAC will not remain complacent and that we are going to fight to ensure that the things I'm going to talk about are addressed and that people know about what's going on, that we know what our choices and we know what our options are. Um, But without better knowledge, we're going to make the same mistakes. We'll elect the same kinds of people into office year after year. It is unfortunate, very unfortunate, that we need to force ourselves to see what is happening around us because it's not pleasant. And who, who wants to think about unpleasant things? But it is only when we understand and know and gain knowledge about this information that we can truly make a difference. Before I jump into some of the talking points that I really want you to remember and think about, I want to share with you some very exciting news. AMAC will be attending CPAC uh, later this week, held in Orlando, Florida. CPAC is the Conservative Political Action Conference. It's an annual political conference that's attended by conservative activists and our elected officials from across the United States. AMAC will be reporting uh, on the event, we'll be hosting our podcast, this podcast, Better for America Live. So check your inboxes for information about the live podcast. We'll also report on Donald Trump's speech. Yes, he will be there. Uh, we expect to learn a lot more about what Donald Trump plans for his future. Uh, I am excited to uh, bring to you today also Carl Hosfield. He is our expert on Medicare. He is AMAC's Medicare expert, our vice president of our Medicare division. And I promise you, regardless of your age, you're going to enjoy hearing him because he does deliver things in a very easy uh, to understand fashion. Uh, Even if you're 30 years old, uh, you'll benefit because when you're sitting with grandma and grandpa, you can rattle off some real facts about their Medicare and you'll wow them. But seriously, this is really good information for all people of all ages to learn. But first, let's go over some of the facts, the truth about what is happening in our country right now. 
To me, everything seems wrong. Actually, it seems very backwards. Up is down, left is now right, right is now wrong. Here's some proof in what I'm saying. Think about the uh, pandemic. We know that there have been many consequences of the pandemic. We've seen closed schools, distance learning, the cancellation of sports, and the cancellation of these extracurricular activities. These measures have left our teenagers depressed and our young children fearful, and in many cases, even suicidal. Science tells us that our children are not at risk of death from COVID. We know that. That is a fact. Yet our school boards and our teacher unions refuse to put our children first. They are using our children as political pawns. And as parents, we are fed up. I want you to ask yourself, why is it that teachers and unions are demanding that children not go back to school when we know the science shows that children are not at high risk? Parents are truly fed up, and Biden could be doing a much better job. Uh, he's in a wonderful position to really use his office to encourage states to open. Uh, what I'm seeing is a complete lack of caring. Uh, our president should care about our children and our children's education. I'm calling this way backwards. You know it's really backwards. Kids not going back to school, but wide open borders. That's backwards. Think about it. We're letting tons of people in. We have no more sovereignty, 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 sovereignty. <laughs> there, I said it. No more sovereignty because we have open, wide borders, but schools are closed. Uh, we're letting people into our borders without vaccines, without masks. We're just letting them pour in, but we're closing our schools and hurting our children. Think about this too. The National Guard stays at our Capitol building until fall. They're staying in a capital district until the fall. This is ridiculous. Nancy Pelosi builds a wall around our capital, separating them from the American people. Why? Why is she doing this and where is the danger? You can't talk about the attack at the Capitol building and at the same time ignore the massive riots that occurred and continue to occur across our nation by groups like Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Now, some insiders are saying that it makes elected representatives feel exclusive. I'm telling you, I've spoken with many people who say that the, uh, the barbed wire wall around the Capitol building is not necessary. We've got thousands of National Guards there, time away from their family to guard a Capitol that I don't see needs to be guarded. Uh, this building a wall around our nation's meeting place, our capital, while building a wall around our country's border is deemed immoral, is completely backwards. Think about that. I'm immoral, you're immoral, if we want a wall around our border, our country, but you're also immoral if you want to take down the wall around the Capitol building. Biden is also very soft on China. He's soft on Iran. You know how he's soft on Iran? He's re-entering the Iran nuclear deal, which we know is flawed. It allows for mission development. Uh, 
do your research, folks. We will have many articles on our website relating to Iran, relating to China. We want to keep you informed. Uh, but the uh, nuclear deal is is flawed. If you can develop missiles, that is not good for America. Biden is turning back to China. He's turning to them. He's turning to the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. Do you know that the Chinese Communist Party is an American job killer? China is so bad. In China, right now, there is the persecution of Christians and literal genocide of Muslims. Did you know that? Is the media telling you how dangerous and bad China is to the world? I ask you, where is Biden on China? China steals our intellectual property. They steal our U.S. patents. They implant spies at our universities. You can just do your research. Where is Biden on China? This is backwards, folks. He should be putting America first. What else has Biden done that is completely backwards and bad for America? I'll give you another goodie. He canceled the XL pipeline. I mean, this is a complete lack of caring. It's a job killer. Without it, we're going to rely on our foreign entities for energy, and it's going to cost you more money. Your energy bills are going to go up. It's going to cost you more money, regardless of what income bracket you're in. There are other Democrats Democrats that have it all backwards. We have a very bad governor in our state of New York. Our New York Governor Cuomo, he actually said to people like you and me when he was being investigated, as he was defending himself for the thousands of elderly people that died on his watch, he said to you and me, just be nice. He said, just be nice. Are you kidding me? This is absolute ludicrous. A man that says, just be nice. I think he's mad because he must think us stupid otherwise when we know that he made bad, bad decisions. He had poor judgment. He made grave errors that resulted in the death of thousands of our elderly. And he wants us to be nice. That's the message he gives us. Again, this is so backwards. Some more backwards, totally un-American things that the left is doing. They are fighting for an an unlevel playing field. That's right, folks. They're fighting for an unlevel playing field. And they're using identity politics to do so. They want to rearrange, they want to redistribute your income. It is truly disgusting. Your taxes are going to go up. Each of you listening, and this is important, A lot of you might believe that your taxes won't go up if you earn under $400,000 a year. But let me tell you, you're going to pay a lot more money for goods and services because Biden promises that he's going to regulate, heavily regulate business. He calls businesses the big, mean, bad guys when the businesses are the ones that are employing people and providing goods and services to Americans. When you heavily regulate business and you tax business owners, what they simply do is charge more. They pass on those costs to the consumer. So I promise you people, when Biden tells you that you won't pay more money if you're earning $400,000 or less each year, he's not telling you the truth because each of you listening will see an increase in the amount that you pay for goods and services 
because businesses will be heavily taxed and regulated. That's right, Biden reversing Trump's great policies to remove more regulations than those that are added. Biden is doing away with that. And uh, the consumer, folks like you and me, are going to pay more. Biden truly fails to protect us. We have a border without masks, a border without walls. We have uh, folks coming into this country being promised free health care. We have people coming into this country without vaccines. Biden is literally privileging illegal immigrants over Americans backwards, don't you think? Look at Texas. If you're caught and you're here illegally, you get to stay. Texas is suing over this 100-day deportation freeze. Biden is essentially suspending law at will. He can rewrite every law. He's acting like a king. We've got big tech monopoly. We've got uh, uh, you know a muzzle on our mouths uh, prohibiting us from free speech. And we've got an elite left that uh, thinks we're buying all of their BS. And that's what it is. Our communities must be safe. The American dream must remain real. Biden must call out the immoral Chinese government. He must call them for what they are. They're dishonest. The Chinese are corrupt, illegitimate. Biden did nothing to call out our communist, these communist countries. He actually excuses China's mistreatment of religious, religious minorities. And this bothers me so deeply. It should bother all of us. He's especially turning a blind eye to the Muslims who are imprisoned for re-education. This is wrong. This is bad for our globe. Each of these Biden priorities are very, very unsafe. They're risky, and they're a bet against what could be a very robust future for America. You know, I remember what Dan Crenshaw said, um, Representative Dan Uh, Crenshaw out of Texas, he actually said, if you're going to claim that you're the party of the working class, which Biden likes to say he is, you actually have to support the people who are working. And he is not supporting the working class. Liberals will continue to advocate to keep an economy closed. They will advocate to keep things locked down while simultaneously trying to get tons and tons of new people hooked on government benefits, almost like being addicted to a drug, because their hope is that voters will regularly uh, expect benefits from the people that they vote in. So if Biden promises to give free health care, a free education, uh, free housing, I mean, their list of promises is huge. Uh, Their hope is that more people will vote for them. And truly, I'm praying that Americans are smarter than that, that you realize that each time we uh, vote for people that are taking greater control over personal decisions in our lives, the more power we give to the government and the less power to the people. Another very dangerous component of what we're seeing happening in America, but specifically that, that Joe Biden is backing, is this cancel culture. Uh, It seems to me that Joe Biden likes cancel culture. Listen to what happened. This is important that you know this. 
We have congressional Democrats that are targeting cable providers for carrying conservative-leaning news outlets. Let me say that again. Democrats are going after the cable providers that host outlets like Fox, Newsmax, and One America News Network. You should check them all out. Newsmax and One America News Network, great alternatives to the CNNs of the world. But what these congressional Democrats are doing is they're accusing these outlets, Fox News, Newsmax, One America News, of spreading disinformation and extremism by broadcasting what they're calling conspiracy theories. Now, they could call this podcast right here a big conspiracy theory. Matter of fact, they would. Uh, We're just not big enough yet. But they're calling this disinformation. And it's not disinformation. They're looking to brainwash you, the American people. And the only way they can do that is to silence the, Amer- the, the conservative voices in America, including the conservative voice of AMAC. These members of the House Energy and Commerce Committee, okay, these Democrats, they sent a letter on Monday to Comcast, AT&T, Spectrum, DISH, Verizon, Altice, these groups, They were asking them about their role in the spread of dangerous disinformation or misinformation. These Democrat committee members also sent the letter to uh, Amazon, Apple, Google, and essentially said to them, to our knowledge, you know, uh, these companies are are sending around information that is dangerous to the American viewers, and uh, they're airing these outlets and all of this information. Are you kidding me? How much misinformation are we seeing come out of the left? They're not covering the stories that we need to know about. They're not telling you about your assault on your Second Amendment right. They're not telling you about H.R. 1, which God help us if that passes. I spoke about that in a previous uh, podcast. They're not telling you uh, about all of the massive riots that are occurring across our nation, led by bad groups like Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Yet they want to tell you if you're concerned about uh, election integrity or you're concerned about protecting your Second Amendment right, that that's bad information to talk about. Are you kidding me? This is backwards. The New York Times reported that the Democratic uh, uh, folks on these committees asked these companies uh, they, they literally said, what steps have you taken prior to and following November 3rd? What steps did you take on January 6th regarding the attacks? And how did you respond to the, to, uh, and reduce the spread of disinformation, including, uh, incitement of violence or, um, any, any other type of, uh, violence on, on your channels? Why aren't they going to the liberal news media outlets and asking the very same questions about the misinformation that has been spread over years, over the four years that Donald Trump was in office all summer long? Uh, the information that they failed to report on as it relates to uh, brutality against our police and these terrible riots that occurred across our nation. This is completely backwards, people. The reason why I want to share this information with you is it's important to be armed with the facts. It's important to recognize when you're being lied to. It's important to do your research and to understand that China is not good for America and that we should be going back to the policies that 
Donald Trump put in place. We should not be siding with this terrible country that's going to steal jobs, more and more jobs. We need to think about why Joe Biden would cancel the Excel pipeline. Um, it's a job killer. Uh, it, it's hurting people in many cities. It's hurting our, our hospitality in these, in these areas where so many jobs would have been filled. People would be staying at hotels and eating at restaurants. All of that gone. Tons of money that we're sending away from America to other countries, to foreign countries. I'm telling you now that AMAC promises to stay in the fight, to make sure that your voice is heard, and to protect all of the freedoms that make this nation great. I'm also excited to have up with us next Carl Hosfield. Carl is a really bright guy. I mentioned him earlier. He knows a lot about Medicare. So coming back with us is Carl Hosfield. Stay tuned. You're going to learn a lot of really great information about Medicare. And remember, AMAC is going to fight to protect your Medicare. We are against Medicare for all. We're going to be sure that we protect America's greatest health care system. And we'll do that with the help of each and every AMAC member. So please check your inbox. Make sure you're getting information from us. Right back with us in just a moment will be Carl Hosfield. Thank you. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to have with us today Carl Hosfield. Carl Hosfield serves as the Vice President of Sales for AMAC Senior Resources Network. This is a division of AMAC that serves AMAC members uh, and answers all of your questions as it relates to Medicare. Uh, Carl Hosfield has over 15 years of experience in the individual health, Medicare, and life insurance and group benefits industry. The best part about Carl is he and I working together, and uh, we both have had the privilege to help build AMAX Medicare and Health Insurance Division. This is back in 2011. This division of AMAC provides expert agent advice, support, guidance, education. Carl will share more with you about that. Uh, but for now, I want to turn over to Carl. Thank you, Carl, for, for joining us today on uh, AMAC's podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that's great. So I want you to share with our listeners, uh, some, some of which are AMAC members, but to all people listening, there's so much confusion, I think, uh, as it relates to Medicare. Now, we know that there are four basic parts of Medicare, and those parts are A, B, C, and D. And when I first learned Medicare back in 2009, I would say is really when I was entrenched in that, that world, um, I learned that these parts are pretty basic and simple and easy to understand. Can you share with our listeners a rundown, uh, basically explaining what the four basic parts of Medicare are? I'm hoping that people are going to leave just learning a little bit more, uh, having a little bit more knowledge than they had when they first joined us. Sure. Yeah. No, I'd be happy Thank to. Thank you, Carl. So Medicare comes in four parts, if you want to think of it in four letters, Medicare Part A, B, C, and D. Uh, in simple terms, Medicare Part A can be referred to as hospital insurance, okay? Things like inpatient hospital stays are covered under Medicare Part A, skilled nursing facility coverage, hospice care, and some home health care. Okay, so inpatient hospital care, hospital insurance. Medicare Part B, also referred to as the medical insurance side of Medicare, uh, covers things like doctor services, outpatient services, medical supplies, uh, and preventative services. Okay, those are the main coverages under Medicare Part B. Uh, let's skip over to Medicare Part D 
And that's pretty simple. Think of D for drugs. That's the prescription drug side of Medicare. Medicare Part C, which can be confusing for people, is also just another term for Medicare Advantage. So when you hear Medicare Part C, that also refers to as Medicare Advantage, which is one type of Medicare health plan. Excellent, Carl. That's really good to know. So what I, uh, the way I learned it uh, was in, that always stuck with me is that, you know, the government, uh, once you are Medicare eligible to enroll in Medicare, and I'll have you explain some basic guidelines about around eligibility, but when you enroll in Medicare, the government says, okay, you automatically are enrolled into original Medicare, which is parts A and B, A being hospital, as you just explained, B being your doctor uh, costs, so coverage for your doctor and and other things as well. Uh, and then you mentioned Part D is for drugs. Easy to remember. Thank you for that. And I know we're going to jump back to explain Part C, which is the Medicare Advantage plans. But um, this original Medicare, Parts A and B, um, do come with out-of-pocket expenses. And so how do people close the gaps or fill in the holes um, as it relates to the out-of-pocket costs that we incur if we only enroll in original Medicare? Sure. So like Rebecca just said, original Medicare is also referred to as Medicare Parts A and B, the inpatient and outpatient hospital side of things, uh, coverage side of things. Now, that comes with certain out-of-pocket costs. Medicare Part A is free to most Americans who paid taxes over a certain amount of time. Um, Medicare, and you're automatically enrolled into Medicare Part A when you turn 65. There are other factors when you may become Medicare eligible early due to disability. Uh, But Medicare Part B carries a standard premium. This is a monthly premium of $144.60 a month. Okay, now that can can grow all the way up to $491.60 or so, depending on your income level. Okay, and what the federal government does is they look at your income level over a a three-year trend and then determine what your Medicare Part B premium is. Now you have to have original Medicare Part A and B uh, in order to buy a Medicare health plan and and things like a Medicare Advantage plan or or Medicare supplement or Medigap plans help help cover some or sometimes all of those out-of-pocket expenses. So for example, Medicare Part B, in addition to the premium, also has a deductible, an annual deductible of $198. Medicare Part A has an inpatient hospital deductible. And then after 60 days in a hospital stay, you have a a per day copay. Now, the big deal with that is there are no caps to this, okay? Uh, Medicare Part B also carries a a 20% coinsurance. So the federal government pays, Medicare pays 80%, you pay 20%. And again, The big factor that people need to understand is that those costs can keep growing. There's no yearly max out-of-pocket spending. Um, So that's where a Medicare Advantage plan or Part C or a Medicare health plan like a supplement plan can help individuals cover those out-of-pocket costs uh, that that they may be attributed to um, depending on your health. Excellent. That is very good to know because I think a lot of folks... Uh, especially those who haven't yet enrolled in Medicare are sort of expecting, you know, when I reach that age to enroll, uh, you know, I, um, I'll, I'll have medic, I'll have Medicare and I'll have full coverage, not realizing that, uh, you're going to need some other coverage in place in order to cover that out of pocket expense, which you've explained under part A 
which is your inpatient hospital, comes with out-of-pocket costs. Um, they can be exorbitant and grow over time if you're in a hospital for any lengthy period of time. And then the Part B, what you're telling us is that uh, only 80% is covered, leaving people with 20% of costs at, to pay out-of-pocket. So uh, the best way to cover those gaps would be then to buy a Medicare supplement plan, I imagine, but then there's also these Medicare Advantage plans, which you just explained Medicare Advantage often referred to as Part C. Uh, so can you explain to our listeners the difference between a Medicare supplement plan or the basic differences uh, between a supplement plan and a Medicare Advantage plan? Sure, sure. Thank uh, you. Yeah, here's the easiest way to think of it. There are basically two different options for an individual to enroll into a health plan. And one's called the Medicare Advantage plan and the other is called the Medicare Supplement plan, also referred to as a Medigap plan, okay? And think of those words, right? Medicare Supplement, it supplements what a Medicare, original Medicare doesn't cover or Medigap fills in the gaps of some of the costs that Medicare doesn't cover, right? And uh, those plans come with uh, premiums or no premiums, but here I'll give you a little rundown. We like to call this Medicare 101 of the difference between a Medicare Advantage plan or Part C and a Medicare Supplement plan or Medigap plan. First of all, a Medicare Advantage plan typically has lower premiums, monthly premiums. Sometimes zero premium plans are available depending on the area you live in. Uh, they come in a format, many people understand this term because they might've been in an employer term or uh, employer plan or a individual plan. But if you've heard of the terms HMO or PPO, that refers to as a, a network, okay? So a Medicare Advantage plan is gonna have a network of doctors. You're gonna be either in an HMO or a PPO typically, depending on where you live. That means you can only see doctors that are within that network. And then you're gonna have cost sharing. You're gonna have things like out-of-pocket costs for doctor visits, co-pays, co-insurances for a variety of services. But there are typically a max out-of-pocket cost for the year. Uh, some services are very low cost. And if you compare a Medicare Advantage plan to what you have on original Medicare, typically there's a tremendous amount of cost savings with the Medicare Advantage plan, especially if you have a zero premium plan option. And you got to think of it like this. Your Medicare Advantage plan replaces the benefits of original Medicare. So you're no longer subject to the original Medicare benefits that were previously discussed you're now subject to the benefits of the plan that comes from a private insurance carrier. Okay, so Interesting. That's, that's a key on the Medicare Advantage plan. Now, and you can only use your plan in the service area you live in typically. Now, the other side of the fence is a Medicare supplement plan and that works very differently. That's also provided by a private insurance company those are state regulated plans. So plans have different rules and regulations by state, but in general, the plans are standardized, okay? They come in letter format also, but not to confuse that with Medicare Part A, B, and C, and D. We won't get too far into that to confuse people, but what will help you understand is that Medicare supplement plans or Medigap plans help fill the gaps of what Medicare doesn't cover. So that 20% that Rebecca was talking about, most plans cover that. They, they typically have higher premiums, but oftentimes more comprehensive coverage. So let's just use the most common plan in the market right now, Plan G as in George, right? 
If you buy that plan or enroll into that plan, the only out-of-pocket costs you're subject to are the Part B deductible. Okay, and the Part B deductible uh, of $198, everything after that is covered. Um, as long as you pay your, your, your Part B premium, you must always continue to pay and your premium for your Medicare supplement plan. Now, one other key factor here is that Medicare supplement plans do not include Part B of Medicare. That's the drug plan side. But you're allowed to purchase a standalone Part B plan. And as far as a Medicare Advantage plan, they typically include Part B of Medicare. So as you can see, both Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement, there's not a best plan. There's not a right plan. It's, it's what plan is right for that particular individual. And that's a big part of what we do here at AMAC is determine that for, for our members and, and any American who calls us. Very good. So again, just uh, to recap, the Medicare Supplement Plan works with Original Medicare to fill in the gaps um, for certain plans that come in uh, standardized uh, by letter. You know, you're buying a, a Plan G or a Plan F, not to con be confused with the components of Medicare, Parts A, B, C, and D. But these plans, typically Medicare Supplement Plans, that is, is they cover all of those out-of-pocket expenses that are part of original Medicare. You do not have your drugs incl included with a Medicare supplement. So if you purchase a Medicare supplement, you'd want to buy a standalone drug plan. Uh, certainly, if you're in need of um, pres prescriptions regularly, you want to make sure that you're getting uh, some coverage there. Whereas a Medicare Advantage plan replaces original Medicare, essentially, and is a, a plan purchased by a private insurance company who negotiates with the federal government, uh, and that's how a premium is is determined. Certain premiums, as you've mentioned, Carl, depending on where you live, not necessarily your income at all, but where you live, certain plans offer zero premiums. But there are networks that you have to, you know, you have to work within. So you may not have the same flexibility that a Medicare supplement plan go, uh, offers. Would you say that that's pretty accurate? That is exactly accurate. Think of it this way. If you're someone that's concerned about having more access to doctors anywhere around the country, a Medicare supplement plan allows you to see any doctor that accepts Medicare. Okay, so if you live in Texas and you travel to Oklahoma, as long as that doctor in Oklahoma accepts Medicare, even though you bought and enrolled in your plan in Texas, you can see that doctor. Okay, and your, 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 your plan uh, covers the benefits it doesn't matter where you are. Whereas a Medicare Advantage plan, um, typically you can only purchase a plan in the service area you live in. So it's based on zip code and region. And there's different plans available by region. And once you enroll in that plan, you're going to have a network of doctors and there'll be a provider directory given to you from the insurance company. And that'll give you an idea of the network that you can see. Excellent. So good to know. That is very important. Now, as far as enrollment, right? So people might be thinking, well, what do I need to do? Will, will, uh, will I get a phone call from, uh, from the government when it's time for me to enroll in, in Medicare? Um, what do I need to know in, as it relates to enrollment periods um, and the action steps that I need to take to enroll in Medicare? Sure. You're, you're, when you turn 65, that's when Medicare determines your eligibility, okay? But we got to think of it in an actual uh, length of time that you have. Uh, there's really not a rush. What's nice is within 
three months prior to your birth month of turning 65, okay, uh, that's your window. Uh, three months before the month of and three months after your 65th birth month, uh, there's a seven-month window that allows you to enroll into Medicare, okay? And how now, do I do that? Sure, sure. You can call Social Security. You can call 1-800-MEDICARE. You can also visit your local Social Security Administrative Office, okay? And depending on questions you have, um, they can answer all those questions for you. Some people like to visit somebody in person. Uh, others like to, like to do it over the phone. Uh, there are instances where people get automatically enrolled, but you can also have the discussion if you have access to a benefits administrator, maybe through a job that you're working at. It's another uh, person who should be able to help you with that. But in general, you're going to have that discussion with the Social Security Administration. Excellent. Now, once you've done that, once you've enrolled uh, via the Social Security Administration or by calling 1-800-MEDICARE, um, now you're enrolled in, in Parts A and B, uh, and now you want to essentially immediately look to find that Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage plan to cover your out-of-pocket costs. Is that right? That's right. You have to have and be enrolled into Medicare Part A and B or Original Medicare in order to be eligible to enroll into a Medicare Advantage or a Medicare supplement plan. Excellent. And we know that generally people are enrolling in original Medicare parts A and B when That's they right. turn 65 during that seven month period, three months prior to your birthday, the month of your birthday, and the immediate three months following your birthday. This gives you enough time to enroll. But what if I'm working? What if I'm 65 years old and I'm working at a full-time job and my employer is paying for my health insurance? Can I delay? That's a great question. Um, so, you know, many, many Americans are working past age 65 now. Uh, people are living longer and are healthier than ever, right, than they ever were in the past. And so many people don't look at 65 as a, a termination date of when I'm going to stop working. So many people want to keep working. Okay, so if you're getting, if you're enrolled onto an employer group health plan and you're going to keep working and you have no intention of retiring, you're going to remain on that health plan. Now you're still going to become Medicare eligible for Medicare part A. And depending on the size of the group of the size of the employer plan, it will determine if Medicare part A is the primary or secondary payer. But the big, the big deal here is what Rebecca's referring to is that you are not required to enroll into Medicare Part B if you're on a qualified health plan, okay? To determine qualified health plan, you wanna, again, call Medicare or have that discussion with Social Security or your benefits administrator if you have access to one. But it's important to understand, a lot of people think, well, I got Part B, I have to enroll into it and begin paying that monthly Part B premium. You do not wanna pay that monthly Part B premium if you're gonna remain on a qualified group health plan because basically you're duplicating coverage there and you're throwing a lot of money away, right? But it is important, you can call us, you can have that discussion with Medicare or Social Security to help you determine what you should do in that instance. But it is very, very important to understand that you have choices. You might not think you do, but you have choices. Do I need Medicare Part B or do I not need it? Am I going to remain working? And if so, what are, what are my options? Now, you can also remain working and decide that you want to go on to Medicare A and B and buy a Medicare health plan and disenroll from your employer plan. But again, that's your choice. 
And it's important to do um, a comparison of your group health plan or your private health plan that you're on that's non-Medicare and the Medicare plan that you might be eligible for or you're interested in. And we can help you with that as well. That is great. Thank you, Carl, for sharing that. I know we do field a lot of questions from folks that are curious uh, what their options are. And I love that we can help everyone. Uh, we've got um, over 50 licensed uh, agents across all 50 states. And what I love about what we've done, Carl, is we've really um, put the AMAC member first in that um, we want to be sure that every single person who calls in is dealing with a with an experienced advisor, um, but also that when you call back again three months later, that you're speaking with the same person. I love that we've got this um, true dedication to assigning you, you know, a, a dedicated sales agent, a Medicare expert, a licensed professional that can help people with their choices. Um, can you explain a little bit about how easy it is to call in and, and what it looks like. Um, because, you know, especially today with the, with the pandemic, people are less likely to want to leave the home to go speak with a local agent. Although we do have local agents uh, in many parts of the country as well, um, if requested. But our, um, our call center is, is really a marvelous way to get the information you need. And we follow great guidelines to ensure that all of your information is safe. Carl, why don't you explain a little bit about the, um, the call center that you're managing? Sure. We developed this Medicare program for our members, but you do not have to be an AMAC member for us to help you, right? So we open that door to anybody that needs help with Medicare, okay? And, and just like Rebecca used some of the terms advisor, counselor, um, licensed professional, agent, okay, we're all of those things. Educators is a big word we like to use. It's very, very important to us that not only do we help you enroll into a plan, but that the plan you are enrolling to is the most suitable option for you, okay? So we created a program for you to call us and speak to a dedicated agent. So think of your home and auto agent or someone in the local area, okay? We're not a typical call center in the fact that every time you call, you're gonna get somebody different. Even if you do get somebody different, we will direct you right back to your dedicated agent, okay? We have agents that have been working with the same customers for a decade now. Okay, and we form relationships with those people and, and we are there to take care of their every need. Okay, so when somebody calls us and they have a question about Medicare, whether, whether you're ready to enroll or not, um, whether you are even on Medicare or not, you just have questions, um, you need advisement, you need guidance, uh, you need your help navigating your way uh, through the Medicare world, okay? That's who we're there to help answer all those questions and eventually, when it's the right time for you, right time for the customer, right time for a member, help you enroll into the right plan that's suitable for you. Excellent. Thank you so much, Carl. Uh, could you rattle off the best toll-free phone number to give to folks that might be have, have some questions? You might want to jot the number down. Sure, sure. Um, we have a dedicated uh, 1-800-MEDICARE number, okay? It's um, let, let me let me find that number. Take your you. time. Yeah, again. just make sure. Yep. Yeah, pull up a good number so that this and give the, people time to grab number, a pen okay? and paper. Yep. Yeah. If you get a pen and paper, also you can always visit amac.us. www.amac.us. You can find all of our information there. But our one eight hundred number is one eight hundred three three four nine three three zero. Again, one eight hundred three three four nine three three zero. 
Excellent. Thank number. you. Yep. You're going to get an automated uh, message that'll, that will uh, direct you, that'll point you in yep. the right direction. Okay. Excellent. Yep. I, I love the directory. It's great. Uh, so I just want to remind folks too, Carl mentioned it, go to our website. We've got a great amount of information on the website about Medicare. Uh, and we're improving our site each and every day, working to uh, ensure that it's easy to access, that, that you're not struggling to find it. But under member benefits, if you click on our Medicare uh, member benefit, it'll direct you to some really good information. You can call us. Again, that number is 800 334 9330. And I want to remind our listeners that AMAC will continue to fight to protect your Medicare. Uh, we'll fight for Medicare for all because we know that that uh, will not help the system. Uh, and we recognize that uh, America's got the greatest health care in the world. AMAC will continue to fight to protect your Medicare and also to protect our great health care system in America. Carl, thank you so much for joining me today on AMAX Podcast. It was a pleasure to have you with us. And I do hope that you'll be back very uh, very soon. Uh, what I'd like to do is at least monthly uh, speak to folks about Medicare because there are so many specific issues that we can delve into and um, unique situations. Everyone has unique situations. We're here to help you answer those questions. So please don't hesitate to call us and tell your friends and family about AMAC. Thank you all so much for joining us today on AMAC's podcast, Better for America, and we look forward to having you back with us again next time. Thank you for listening to the Better for America podcast. To learn more about AMAC and all it has to offer, visit us at www.amac.us.